Welcome to the 18th episode of the Cocktails and Culture podcast, where we enjoy some cocktails and have fun with the culture. I mean, yes, it's 18 episodes in, which is staggering for me, but also this summer is winding down. I am shocked at how fast this summer just blew the fuck by. I'm pretty sure you all are just as shocked as well. Like, I remember when I was just prepping for the tiki summer and now I'm like, what apples at and shit? <laughs> Seriously. Um, so apologies again. I know the last episode I was very adamant about recording more aggressively and making sure I have constant episodes every week. But every weekend there's always something to fucking do. Every time I look up. So I I just never really can find the time to record an episode, but also have the episode to be of the caliber you all have come to enjoy and expect, I'm not going to give a half-ass recording. Like, that's not what you're here to do. You're here for the good shit. Um, This episode, I will complain about my lack of insecure, the show, not me just being cocky as shit. I discuss the importance of hosting and I have my first follower request cocktail, which we're going to get into. Um... And also the vegan Whopper, which I may just touch on that first. But first things first, our Papa freaks all the honeys or first things first. I'm the illest, whatever. Um, the I mean, seriously, though, like I'm at a loss for words. The very first tiki follower cocktail request. That's the biggest thing I get a lot of. Was not now because it's the tiki summer, but normally I do get requests from time to time about, you know, cocktails and this and that. But this is the first time someone actually saw a tiki cocktail online, DM me and said, what about this? So, and I know majority of you aren't even drinking tiki cocktails this summer, don't know where to get a fucking tiki cocktail. And even though I'm giving you all this constant content about tiki cocktails, you're not even making them, but whatever, it's all for entertainment and I enjoy it. Um... So excited to have this recommendation. So I just had to do it. It didn't really have a name. So I'll call it the fluffy cocktail after the person who requested it. Um, start off with three ounces of Kasasha, the Brazilian rum um, that I've already gone into detail about. One ounce. Actually, you know what? I, I adjusted it a bit. Three ounces of Kasasha, two ounces of fresh pineapple juice, one ounce of coconut milk, and one ounce of fresh lime juice. Add shaker with ice. Shake, strain over ice. It's really good. Like, I've never been a big fan of coconut milk, period. Just haven't. But also, when you hear coconut milk, you automatically think, okay, well, pineapple juice, that makes sense. But the lime juice kind of threw me off a bit. And Kasasha is more it's strong it's, it, and, and it's cocktail has a little bite at the end, but the Kasasha works well with the coconut milk and the pineapple juice because it cuts it and it's not so sweet. I'm happy with this. I'm very pleased with this. This is the jam. Once again, for those who are new to the podcast, I do enjoy my cocktail while recording because that's what this is all about. Why not be genuine? I mean, it's fun. It's refreshing. But what makes this cocktail so delicious is that it came from one of my followers and one of my listeners. And isn't support the sweetest nectar of all? I wish I could put that in a bottle and make a cocktail out of your support. That's the positivity you're going to get right now. 
Okay. So insecure. For those who don't know, which I just always have to think outside the box. I'm not going to assume that everyone knows what insecure is, but you should. But for those who don't know, there's a show on HBO that derived from a web series called Awkward Black Girl created by the legendary Issa Rae. And she used that web series and developed it into a show called Insecure on HBO. Once again, now Insecure is my love, my passion, my obsession. It's a telling of a college educated 30 something black girl making her way through the ups and downs of the journey that is California and life and all out fuckery and buffoonery. She has a man, spoiler, she loses her man, she has friends, she has jobs, loses them all, as we all do at this stage in our lives. We all have those fucking ups and downs where the status quo gets shaken up and now we're like on our ass and having to adjust and just to proceed in life to try to cultivate what we think we should have, you know, and also she's not the one in her group of friends that is the most successful. So she has that level of insecurity. Get it? Well, she, her best friend is an attorney and is making all this money and she's working for a nonprofit and wearing hand-me-downs and shit. So it, it has so many different levels. It's, it's fucking smart. It's fucking funny. It's fucking poignant. I mean, every part, part about that, I feel like is a reflection of my life right now at some point in time. Like we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all had that point where we've had a really good friend and we've fallen out or we've had a really tumultuous relationship or we've gotten an unsolicited dick pic out of nowhere. Like, who asked for this? So it touches base on all that and it's so real and it's minus the pomp and circumstance because a lot of parts of your life is just regular as fuck. And with all the success of the show comes money and fame and the opportunity to do more things and expand. And as someone who is semi-creative, I get that. You don't want to be boxed in. You want to be able to let those creative juices flow, you know, get your Ursula Seawitch shit on with all the tentacles flowing all over the place. I get that. So you want to do other things aside from one show you've been doing for years, like make a dumbass fucking sketch show that tells black women jokes. That's I mean, I get it. I know the show was a fucking fubu. Okay. I know the show was made for us, by us, by black women, for black women. Hey girl. Hey, bonnet outside. And full disclosure, I have not watched the black girl sketch, the black woman sketch show, whatever the fuck it's called. I haven't watched it. A friend of mine said it was pretty good. I should give it a chance if I'm before I trash it. But it's like, if I'm coming to you and I'm asking you for a ribeye, why the fuck are you giving me chicken tenders? I didn't ask you for chicken tenders. No one wanted chicken tenders. I don't give a fuck if they're uh, baked and fried. I don't want these fucking chicken tenders. I want my ribeye. Issa Rae, I didn't want this black woman sketch show. I wanted Insecure. I wanted to spend my Sundays in the summer drinking wine, texting on some bullshit, talking about this motherfucking show. And I'm doing the black girl neck move right now, if you can't tell. I wanted Insecure. And it's not here. And who knows when we're going to get it. It's enough that Game of Thrones kicked us all in the proverbial balls. But now we don't have any insecure. I don't even know why I have HBO anymore. This is less of just like, (laughs) this is less of, ooh, I wonder what the topic is. And more about me just bitching and complaining right now. 
So I'll probably get a chance to watch the show, but I hate it already. Hashtag no chicken tenders. It's bullshit. Speaking of chicken tenders, or let's do a better segue. Speaking of ready-made fast food, Burger King, the second tier of all fast food, because think about it. Whenever you're like dirtbagging it and you're feeling low about yourself and you decide to get fast food, who the fuck goes to Burger King, first of all? Like, it's normally McDonald's, Wendy's, you know, J and the B, for those who don't know, it's Jack in the Box. Um, I, and then maybe Burger King, I don't know. Like, I don't know anyone who's like itching to go like, go see the king. Like, no, fuck that. <clears throat> But they decided to not only make a vegan burger, but they went ahead and paired with the impossible line. So everyone who doesn't know, but there's, there are different brands as far as the fake meat, for lack of a better term, you know, and impossible, impossible meat or beyond meat or whatever the fuck they have their own lines and Burger King partner and made the impossible Whopper and shout out to be Boogie. Uh, she's a follower, but also I've known her since high school and she posted it. Cause I guess this shit just dropped on Thursday and she posted it on one of her stories. And you know, I'm eating this vegan burger and I hate that shit. Like I am like, Hey, you know what? If you want to be vegan and be miserable, knock your fucking self out. Me, mm, I like my food with a little bit of blood in it. I'm learning to, when I say dumb shit, or sideways shit. I'm just going to let the silence ride. So I can sit in it really quick. I want something to die for my meal. No just joking. No I'm not. But I was intrigued. I was intrigued by it. But you, everyone has all. Not everyone. But I know a lot of people who have toyed with the idea. Of cutting meat out from their diet. Cutting beef out. Just because not only is it good for the environment. But it's good for your body. And I'm sorry but the morality portion of going vegan or vegetarian. I don't give a fuck about I gives no fucks. I'm sorry, but we all didn't get here by our hunter gatherer ancestors just saying, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and eat this wheat and I'm going to make it. No, they're eating the fucking deer. They're eating the fucking buffalo. They're eating the fucking hogs. They're eating whatever they can catch to survive. That's it. Now, if you say, you know what? I don't want, I want my shit to be free range, hormone free. I get that because you don't want cancer. Full disclosure, I say cancer like that now because of Big Ange R.I.P., but that's how she says it. And that's how we say cancer in my house is cancer. So if you don't want cancer, I get it. I get that. You want a better quality of meat. I get that. But don't make it seem like, oh, well, the animals, it's not, it's cruel. Fuck that fucking shit. We humans have been on this planet for millions of years. We've been here for quite some time. Like. Motherfuckers weren't building the pyramids or, you know, creating cuneiform just by eating fucking cucumbers. I don't fucking know. That's not the thing. But like I stated before, if you want a better quality of meat, I get that. If you want to be more healthy, I get it. Because as you all know, I went vegetarian for a week and I did notice the benefits of cutting meat out of my diet. So I'm not going to knock that shit. But whenever people say, oh, well, you know, my cousin sent me this shit where 
there was a vegan hot dog, but it was a carrot that was seasoned and it tastes just like a hot dog. Get that fucking bullshit out the fuck of my, out of my face. That's not a thing. Just say you want a carrot. Okay. A carrot will never taste like a hot dog. It won't. I'm sorry. A beet will never taste like a steak. It won't. I'm sorry. But if you can just cultivate your vegetables just to be the best that they can possibly be, that's fine. Let's stop trying to make things into things. So when they, once again, to circle back into this, oh, it's a vegetarian Whopper. Like, no, fuck that shit. I've had, you know, black bean patties in lieu of burger patties. And that shit makes me want to jump out of an eighth story window. It's not good. And maybe land on four people on the way down just to just give it a little bit of extra kick. Shit's not good. So that's a long way of saying that I was skeptical about this fucking faux whopper. But B Boogie was very adamant about it tastes really good. I mean, it's the patty itself. It's flame broiled the way a regular actual beef patty is. So you get that flavor. It's good. So I was like, you know what? Take a faith. Take a faith. Take a step out on God. Rely on faith. And I was going to try it. Because I, I, I never want to be that person. I'm already crotchety and I'm already very much so a curmudgeon at the ripe old age of 33. I don't like loud noises. I don't like teenagers. I don't like things. So <laughs> when people introduce newer things, I still want to take that chance to try. Right. Because I'm always asking you all to try new shit. So why wouldn't I try new things? Sidebar. Can we. St- it's not cool to not want to try new things. Especially if they can be potentially good for you or better for you or or improve your life in any way, shape or form. That shit's not cool. And we all know someone who's like, "Mm -mm, I don't do this. Oh, I would never do that. Bitch. Why the fuck not? Why, Why do you not want to try fish? Why don't you like Brussels sprouts? Why don't you want to go for a swim? Like those type of people, they're going to get weeded out by, Darwinism as it is. Like that's just gonna be natural selection at its finest. You can't staying stagnant is gonna lead to madness. So I'm gonna challenge you all, and it's not gonna be a big challenge. We're gonna work toward this gonna be our goal for the fall, is to try something new. Do something you haven't done. Step outside of the box to do something. Because when you automatically are that person that the first thing out of your mouth is what you won't do then what the fuck will you do? And if you're that person that the first words out of your mouth is what you won't do, people are going to stop asking you to do things, period. That's my inspirational spiel for the podcast episode. Get Do something fucking better and different and step out of the box. Because the fact that I'm still doing this podcast and the, and the Instagram page, it's still out of the ordinary for me. I am a... I am a shockingly private person very much so and I'm judgy and I'm mean and I'm pessimistic but me interacting with people and and, and receiving criticisms and feedback and positivity just allowing myself to be open to do that thing is blossoming into something that I'm getting quite proud of so let's all try to do something else different let's let's do something new back to the topic the whopper so this because Sasha has a fucking ah that shit's 
delightful. I'm like sweating now. If you haven't been to Burger King yet and tried this impossible Whopper, do it. That shit's good. And maybe I think it's so good because my expectations were so fucking low. I mean, I was like, this is going to taste like ass. It's going to taste like ass. It's going to taste like flame broiled ass. Hashtag flame broiled ass. That's what I was expecting. But no, it it was really good. I think my biggest piece of maybe not criticism, but my biggest piece as far as the review is that you want to eat it hot because when regular meat gets cold, it still tastes like meat. But when you have these, you know, plant-based patties or whatever may have you, they start to cool down. Then they really start to taste like plants and shit. So eat it hot because as I've stated, well, no, I don't think anyone saw my live. I just did. So whatever. But the Burger King that's closest to my house, that's within like three miles. It's like meth, stank, prostitution central. And I'm not trying to get molested, uh, injected, harassed, robbed, flashed. So I have to drive five, six miles up the road to go to Burger King. And it was well worth it, believe it or not. But by the time I got home, obviously, and got settled in to eat it, it wasn't as hot as it was when it first came out of the broiler. So that's my biggest little um, point is just that eat it hot. You know, as soon as you get home, eating burgers in your car, like that's like some my 600 pound life shit. Like wait till you get fucking home to eat. And I know the fries are tempting, but don't be that person who gets road fries. That's a thing. Hashtag road fries. There are people out there who actually get an extra set of fries to eat on the way home. That's just like, that's not, you're going to get cancer if you keep doing that shit. Don't do that. Just save it. Just wrap the bag really tight and get home. But I was impressed. I will. And if they fuck around and make it protein style, protein style is what they do in and out where they take away the bun but they wrap the patty in lettuce. I'll eat that motherfucker two, three times a week. Boom. Also, fuck in and out because the list came out of companies. Not to get super political, but Trump's a racist and fuck him and any company that supports him. So there you go. And don't give me that shit. If I see one more fucking article about, oh, well, the chairman of Marvel supports Trump. Well, that motherfucker stepped down in 2015. Also... I think this is going to be just my bitching episode. I'm about, I'm going to just fucking bitch because I bitched a lot already, which I don't like to do. Not to you all, just at home. Stop fucking reposting articles on social media that you have not read. That's so annoying. I know people who are college educated people who actually fucking repost shit and do not do their research. Like, what are you, a Russian bot? What are you doing? You're not doing anything for the the universe by reposting and putting out salacious click clickbait bullshit i don't enjoy that and a lot of times i just scroll and mind my business but when it's just fucking ridiculous shit that's incorrect or like i stated before just clickbait i'm going to correct it like i had one person who who literally reposted the article about marvel donating all this money to marvel to trump excuse me but i'm like he he stepped down years ago so don't act like people have to st- fucking boycott Marvel right now because like no like you you're not doing anything for anyone and there are a lot of schmoes out there who decide to just read the little the headline and take that shit as gospel and then carry that shit into conversation. It's the dumbening of our society because people are fucking lazy and no one likes to read anymore. I like to read. 
I read books, I read blogs, I read bitches. Let's pause on that and let's reiterate. I read, hashtag I read, I read books, I read blogs, I read bitches. In that order. I said, I said it when I, <laughs> when I say silly shit, I'm just going to let it ride. So that's, so that's why I don't like to go on tangents because I say shit like this. Okay. Moving on. Hosting. Okay. I need to figure out a better seg- segue. How do I segue from reading books, blogs, and bitches into hosting? Speaking of books. No, that's not going to work. Let's see. I read because I don't know. I don't know what's a good fucking segue. How, how do I get from here to hosting people? Fuck it. Whatever. Moving on. Hosting. Um, another reason why my episodes haven't been as consistent as I would like is, as I stated earlier, is that I'm. there's always something to do on the weekends. And the one day I set aside for myself to podcast and to record, there have been so much shit to do. And the last few weeks, I've had people come and visit. And that means that I have to be the hostess with the mostest. And I'm not being facetious. You have to be the hostess with the mostest. Hosting, I know everyone at some point in time has had people over to visit. But I've come to notice that a lot of people, they just don't know how to host. Now, I'm not Emily fucking post. Don't know why that rhymes. And for you, for you all who don't know that reference, Emily fucking post. Googler. So I'm not here to give you all etiquette and manners tips. Emily Post is like one of the original books about etiquette and manners. Like it's the book where it tells you to bring a gift to someone's home when you come over for the first time. Don't come over empty handed and shit like that and forks or whatever the fuck. I'm not the one to give you give anyone etiquette or specific manners tips because I'm out here drinking on the podcast and I curse like a motherfucker and I make fun of people and I screenshot. But there are some things that one should do when you have people in their home. Hospitality, being hospitable is the friendly and generous reception and entertainment of guests, visitors or strangers into your home. So the one thing that you don't want to do and I'm going to go over a few things you don't. What you do want to do when you host, because a lot of people in in my travels, they don't know how to fucking host. And if you don't know how to host or if you if you don't want to host, then just say don't come over. It's weird. First of all, when, when you invite people over, have food. And I'm not saying you have to break out the eight course meal. You have to have, you know. Oysters Rockefeller and lobster. Like you don't have to have that, but just have basic food for them to eat. If you know they're going to sleep over and wake up in the morning and leave out, have some orange juice, have some tea, have some coffee. Me personally, for those who don't know, but I'm very vocal about it. I drink my coffee black as fuck. Hash, you know, shout out to black and bold. That's B-L-K and B-L-D. They don't pay me. They don't, I don't get any revenue from bigging them up, but they are a really good uh, coffee company. You can go online and order coffee. I drink my coffee black as fuck. Like just, I am Norman Bates when it comes to my coffee. Strong, black, boom. I like to say, I like my coffee the opposite of my man. Ha ha. <coughs> okay, Kasasha. But I really, um, 
enjoy my coffee black. So obviously I don't have a need for cream and my husband doesn't drink coffee. So I don't have creamer at all. But guess what? If I'm having people over that I know they drink coffee, but they like cream because they're, they have souls and spirits. I'm going to have creamer. I'm going to have extra eggs. I'm going to have biscuits, whatever they need, because just because I am not a big proponent of eating breakfast every day, they may want to have something to snack on. Have some fucking food. Don't be weird. Don't just make dinner and then they wake up in the morning and they're just hungry looking at you. Or or because all you drink is water, you don't have anything. You don't have a LaCroix. You don't have any, you know, juice. You don't have nothing. Have some fucking food for people to eat. And also, which should be the first thing, Drinks. Like I said, have drinks, have drinks. Perfect example. When I have people to come visit, there are some people in my family where, or my in-laws, they are big beer drinkers and they don't drink that craft bougie hipster 12% double triple IPA that I drink. They like what they like. They like Modelo's and they like Corona's and they like Mick Ultra, whatever. But that's the shit that they like. Is that my jam? No, I'm going to make sure I have the fuck I like on deck, but I'm going to make sure that since I know what you like, I'm going to have it here because I'm receiving you and I want to be generous because you're my guest. The fucked up thing to do is to have them over knowing what they drink and go, I know you like that shit, but this is what I like. Enjoy or, or this is all I got. That's rude. And going into that, don't make them feel unwanted. Have you gone over to someone's home and just felt like you're in the way just by being there, even though they invited you to come over? Like you feel weird by going and getting a cup of water. They're just looking at you. Like you're going to the kitchen right now. Like, or you sit on the couch and they're looking at you. Like, don't make people feel like, they're a burden to you when you ask them over. Can't stand that shit. Or you say, hey, you know, can I go in the fridge? And, you know, I saw a bottle of beer. Can I have a bottle of beer at the fridge? And they go, I mean, well, no. If you have a guest that you invited over and they're asking you for something, unless it's like a 20-year bottle of scotch. Like, no, motherfucker. You, no, yes. My, mi casa es su casa. My home is your home. That's a legit thing. And I don't have a grand estate, but that fridge, have at it. That pantry, have at it. Get your life. Have a good time. If you need to wash or dry something, go ahead. Have at it. Don't look at me fucking weird because I'm on vacation and I'm in town for a week and I have to use your washing machine at least once. Like I'll pay you for the dollar worth of water I use. That's the worst feeling is when you're trapped into someone else's home and you feel like you're in their way. Don't make people feel unwanted. Open your fucking home. Open it. And if you don't want to do any of those things or if you don't want to be bothered, it's just that simple. Don't have people over. Because that's how resentment builds. Or now you're that motherfucker who just, I'm not going over there because she's weird. Oh, what gets an honorable mention? Clean your house too. And don't just do the superficial cleaning where you've made the beds and swept the floor, vacuumed the carpets. Clean the back of the fucking toilet. You know that little part, that little area? Clean that. Clean your microwave. I don't need, I don't know who needs to hear this, but clean your fucking microwave. I am a really, 
abrasive person this episode. And I don't know why. I had a really great fucking day. Like I got my couple miles in. I got the medicine ball popping. Like I had a really great workout. I'm gonna make some really great dinner. I'm making spaghetti with ground turkey, and I'm and I'm debuting a new. Not gonna even talk about it. You just see it. We have to post it. Cocktail I'm gonna have tonight, and because I'm not gonna drink five tiki cocktails. I'm not rounding everything up. We're going to conclude the Tiki Summer series because speaking of summer, I'm sorry. Let's put, let's bookmark that. I love Megan Stallion. I have loved her since I've discovered her months ago. I think she's hilarious. I think she's Bun B and Pimp C. She's UGK and 3-6 Mafia wrapped all into a tall woman's body. And I love her and she's smart and I support her. And Nicki Minaj is whack. And the fact that they came out with a song. And when I say Nicki Minaj is whack, I don't mean that she's talentless. She can write or Safari can write, whatever. She can write, you know, but she's just resting on her laurels and her liposuction. And I'm not going to continue to read her, but she's not living up to her potential. I don't like wasted talent. I don't. Like, whenever God blesses you with an action, I'm being a hypocrite right now, so bear with me. Sorry, mom. Whenever God blesses you with a talent, it's obligatory that you actually see that shit through and, and use it. Get that in. And I feel like Nicki Minaj is very talented, but she's not really doing anything with it. And, she, and she's also relying on the same gimmicks. Like at first it was her bit and her act to stick her tongue out and talk about her sexual prowess and the colorful wigs and the big fake butt. But then she hasn't evolved since then. And I just come to expect more out of my artist. Because of maybe the generation where I come from where I'm like, you got to do something different. You can't be just doing this shit. Like, you're in your 30s now. You're still sticking your tongue out. Like, I know Megan Thee Stallion isn't going to be grinding in assless chaps in 10 years. And if she is, I will read her the exact same fucking way. Anyway, they dropped the song. I'm not even going to fucking play it. That song was trash to me. It's pandering. Like, it's called Hot Girl Summer. But it's like, there's nothing hot about that song. I'm not happy with it. Anyway, back to what I was saying. We're actually winding down the Tiki Summer series. So once I'm done with the first season, once I'm after my after my 20th episode, we're going to start back with these fall cocktails, which is so fucking fun. And I expect for every single one of you all to really get on board and make some of these fall cocktails because they're so, so easy. They're like two, three ingredients and everyone can get bourbon and apple juice and all that fun shit. But I'll talk about that later. So... Thank you so much once again for the support. I have to do the little spiel at the end. It's not even a spiel. It's a genuine surge of gratitude. Because how much I post or what I post, you all still support the likes and the reposts and the comments. And if you have friends who like to drink and who like cocktails, they aren't following the page at them. DM them one of my posts. Let's get them on board on this cocktails and culture movement. And if anyone who you know is not listening to the podcast, get them on board. Because believe it or not, I know the people who are listening to this podcast, you know podcasts. But there are a lot of people who have never even heard of a podcast before. I shit you not. I have had to, in the last few months, explain to people exactly what a podcast is. And that's that's no shade or anything. If you don't know, you don't know. But there are people who just don't know. 
So put them on, making make sure that if you do listen to this podcast, making sure that whether it's on Spotify, Apple, making sure you're liking it, you're following it, you're, you're rating and reviewing it. It's big. Rate and review it and repost. When you're listening to the episode, repost. Get your life. I mean, Black Beer Traveler, uh, Fab Fresh Fly, Braids and Buns, uh, Bad and Boozy. Like they consistently repost every time I drop an episode. And I would be greatly remiss if I didn't shout you out, you all out for your continuous support. So thank you so much. And everyone else, thank you so much for your support. I really do appreciate it. And it's always humbling because I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, there are more people following me. There are more people responding and replying to my post. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm really, this Kasasha's guy. I think Kasasha makes me aggressive. I've noticed that. So that's a good thing to know. So thank you so much once again for the support and uh for everything i'm i'm still shocked this summer's damn near over it's in fucking insane hopefully i'll probably have a guest with the next few episodes but if i don't then you still get me and that's fucking a gift within itself thanks for listening have fun with the culture and enjoy the cocktails have a good week guys peace